0: Oh, we didn't do our our muscle exercises.
1: Mama, Papa, you have a very talented mouth. Oh, you know how to. That's make a great compliment. Such great expressions.
0: Thank you. You know what? Actually, when I was a kid, I loved the Jim Carrey movies. Have you Aww. seen? Have you seen some yeah. of them? Yeah, yeah. He's such a talented actor, and his facial expressions are amazing. He must have been working on that for years. I bet. And I always wanted to emulate that because I wanted to be f- the funny guy.
1: Oh Yeah. So he was your inspiration for that? In a way, for that? one of the many. Oh, yeah, one of the many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, I mean, there's no one like him.
0: No one like him, no. He's
1: just totally captivating.
0: I was, I was actually watching a video... Recently, uh-huh. like an interview that w- that he was on, and um, the interviewer asked him to do the face of the Grinch,
1: <gasps>
0: and seeing him <laughs> transforming from his normal face mm. into the Grinch
1: without the costume,
0: without the costume, mm-hmm. even without the costume, is amazing to see how much a face can transform. He
1: totally embodies. Anything, right character. yeah i mean that's a true actor right? or actress right
0: yeah but i mean more than a normal actor that can personify true he can actually just transform his physicality into mm-hmm. the, the character mm-hmm. which is i mean there's not enough praise for that man he's amazing
1: what did you really like him in when you were growing up and watching uh, Jim liar liar films? it's amazing I don't think I've seen Liar Liar.
0: Oh my god, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, he's so good. He's that's one of the, f- the the movies where he was just let loose and he just I think I wrote I read something about the process of making that movie and how the director was just like, just do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to film it. He had total f- creative yeah, freedom. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And I think I, I think he did the mask before that. The mask one. was good. And the Mask also, he had full reign to do oh, whatever wow, he wanted. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a larger than life character where his esp- expressions were supposed to be outlandish and ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. So. And they were just that. Yeah. Well, if you guys have any Jim Carrey films that you would like to share with us, we're yeah. always down to watch some and revisit the ones that we watched back in the day.
0: Yes. Oh,
1: and hopefully, you'll be able to see some of Juan's Jim Carrey impressions inspired impressions, yes, or facial, yeah, facial movement things, <laughs>
0: <laughs> facial movement things, yeah, that's how I want For to lack call of it. A out. better term, uh, well, I'll try. I'm working hard on my my uh, voice impressions and also, mm-hmm. also practice my face impressions. Maybe yeah. I'll be famous one day.
1: You can do. Uh, master class
0: master class <laughs> oh yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i should probably practice and and maybe make it a career yeah who knows And you can
1: get training yourself
0: i could be the next grinch
1: eyebrows eyebrows eyebrows, eyebrows. <laughs> hey. Aww.
0: all right let's bring on the music and get on with this episode Friends, welcome back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Coming to you live from a cozy abode here in Tokyo. And uh, as always, um, we're taking life not very seriously. You shouldn't <laughs> either. And I, I try to do my best with that intro. I always try. You uh, did a great
1: job. Thank you. And you always remind me to not take myself too seriously. Exactly. So that's why I love you.
0: This is a. M- oh, thank you. I love you You're too. Welcome. This is a meta intro. So we show them not to take life too seriously by not taking ourselves too seriously when we yep. do an intro and fail every time. How about that? <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> that's, that's a, so that's meta. a
0: six, degree, six level uh, th- 3D chest.
1: Oh. Chest. Chess. 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 I
0: hope you guys enjoy how much I fail at English.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it adds so much character to this podcast and yeah. to your personality. I love yes. it. And everyone fails at English. Oh. I mean, you hear me stumble all the time.
0: Everybody fails a human. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No and one is the perfect human.
0: Right. All right. So I'm your host, Juan, your host for today, and I'm joined by my wonderful, amazing, super funny, and just plain uh, plain old, just like a good, good person. Oh. You know, you don't have to you don't have to Flavor it too much. Wendy's just good for your health. What if
1: I want that flavor? Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, though. I do like that.
0: You're good for the health. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I hope I, I hope I can be that and show up for people and be good for everyone's health and not a toxic person. Oh, baby,
0: every time you come into the room, it's like, man, I feel better already.
1: Oh, wow, that's such a wonderful compliment. Yeah. Thank you. And wow, that reminds me of our topic today, (laughs) actually. You didn't even do that on purpose, No, I didn't do it (laughs) on purpose. I didn't do it on purpose. We were walking to lunch the other day, just just yesterday, was it? And you brought up an interesting topic that I think we would like to share with our amazing listeners today. Um, Would you like to introduce it since you're the one who brought it to my attention?
0: Sure. So I was... uh trying to digest mm-hmm. a book that I've been reading. Uh, the book in question is called Educated by Tara Westover. And uh, just finished it last night, which uh, you was You tore amazing. into I it. Tore, yeah. I, I've been, like, the first half of the book, it took me about two weeks to go through it mm-hmm. because it was a bit um, slow and a bit difficult to digest. Mm. Uh, but the last, the second half, It just took me two nights. I just just couldn't uh, get myself out of it. Like, yeah, couldn't put it down. And um, the reason why we had the conversation is because I felt that the book has a very interesting exploration of self-worth and how people deal with praise or being acknowledged or being... uh, what is another word for
1: accepted or validated?
0: Validated, yeah, I guess.
1: And you said um, you've never read any other book that has explored this topic, have you?
0: No, no, no. And I, and about- I, I don't want to say that the book exclusively talks about that. Right. The book is more is more about um, the consequences of uh, having a living in a family where uh, the father is uh, obsessed and has mental illnesses and feels persecuted by, like he he suffers from bipolar disorder Mm -hmm. and he has delusion of grandeur and he has also uh, delusion of prosecution and he feels like he's right and the world is wrong. And this is intensified by the fact that he uh, is part of a community of uh, uh, Mormons.
1: Prosecution or persecution?
0: Persecution persecution yeah uh, so he's a man who feels that righteousness and um, picking sights or no mm. uh, what is the word when you loyalty mm. is extremely important and to the point of the detriment of their family and uh, he feels like uh, the medical system is dangerous. Education system is brainwashing the kids, and so he decided not to uh, educate their kid, his kids. Like some of the, some of his kids, at some point in his life, he just uh, shifted his mindset. Is he
1: an extremist? Would you? Label in a him way, he's that? he's
0: what people call survivalists.
1: Survivalists. Okay. Yeah. So okay. he feels
0: like the world is about to end, and he has to prepare,
1: like bunker down, and exactly. Make so sure he would that like they're the last ones standing.
0: Yeah, they were mm. hoard food and guns and all that stuff wow. and always feeding their uh, their kids with fear and just that constant feeling of like the world is dangerous
1: right you need to fear the people yes. out there and what the world I know what's doing. right
0: nobody else knows what's right oh, and so man as you would uh, as you would expect, uh she grew up uh being isolated from the world from all over from any other people they They lived in an area that was very isolated mm-hmm. already um mm-hmm. somewhere in idaho uh some town in idaho uh, but yeah, it was really, really gripping, very uh difficult to digest. Mm-hmm. all the the things that the book uh, shows and mm-hmm. describes, uh, stories of abuse and neglect and uh, really bad parenting. And unfortunately, uh, the author, which is the main character of the book, is a memoir, uh, talks about how she escaped that world. And like as you can see, when you read the book, is is a lot, a lot of coincidences, and also the right decision at the right time. But is is not exempt from a lot of moments where you feel like, why are you doing this? Why are you going back? Stop making the wrong decisions. It's very <laughs> human in that way, where you, yeah. they feel um, compelled to yield to the family and feel like that that's all I have in the world, you know.
1: That's all they know.
0: Yeah, and there's many, many instances where uh, she almost gives in. Uh, gives in to her family. Yes. In the way that yeah. At some point, the family kind of draws a line, and it's like, you're with us, or you're with, oh, you know, you're out of the family. Um, so
1: it's us or nothing. Yes.
0: Uh, and I don't want I don't want to talk too much about the book because I really want people to read it.
1: Yeah, for themselves. And experience
0: it themselves. Yeah. Uh, there are some things that I would want to say that are a bit difficult to digest as, as I said um especially if you're uncomfortable with abuse and um, you're triggered
1: by like, trauma-related trauma related trauma
0: or also like she's very good at describing the the damage that's done like there's some accidents, and she described things in a way that are that like like, brings you there. Yeah, like to
1: the situation.
0: There's an a fi- two fire accidents with very gruesome burns, oh. and she's really good at describing how gruesome it is. Uh. And yeah, that was really difficult to my palate, but it really brought the gravity of the situation to light, mm-hmm. which I think it's it was a goal.
1: So is is this main character the author? Is she grappling with self-worth and yes. accepting praise throughout her entire life?
0: That's right, yes. So as she started to assimilate herself into the world and try to get educated, she didn't go to high school. She didn't go to any school. She didn't she didn't have any formal education. But she worked really hard to um to pass the SATs mm-hmm. to be able to be Enter accepted university. in the university yeah she went and to byU that's right in Utah and um yeah so even though she didn't have any formal education she claimed that she was homeschooled and in Idaho that's I don't know if that's still accepted but it was at the moment and she had some family members that um, sign affidavits and stuff to to prove that that was the case, uh, and she went really far. Like she uh, had this uh, edi- etiquette or
1: etiquette like manners.
0: Not manners. Uh, she had this um, dedication to work really hard because she didn't mm. want to go back to the to the world of her family. Mm-hmm. So she was a really a, a hard work uh, hard worker and uh, she uh, got accepted into an exchange program in Cambridge and wow. then she accepted to apply for a uh,
1: Cambridge came after BYU yeah
0: after oh, okay. BYU I mean during. During? Yeah, during, mm-hmm. because it was like an exchange program. Oh, I see. And then she applied for a, a grant or a scholarship and submitted a essay that got her the, the full scholarship. And then uh, she applied for Harvard and she was accepted and she did wow. her PhD. Uh, so, yeah, it was really amazing. And, and when you read the book, all the things that were going through her life, all the things that were going in her life during this moment uh, was really, really difficult to feel like, man, if she did it, anyone, like if you work really hard, you can do it. Like it's, it's, it's really, it grounds you to feel like it's not so much that people are special. It's just that they're, you just have to be really hard work. And as, you, mm. as you, for your question, um, during all this time, there were moments where people uh, came to her, like your work is really good and you deserve to be here. And she was still grappling with the fact that like, I am just a girl who grew up playing on a junkyard, helping working my dad in working, and working, playing junk, uh, working in a junkyard, helping my dad and uh, like being uh, told horrible things. And like my brother would, my head on the toilet and say that i was uh Lord. a word that i want to share here and yeah she never felt like she belonged in that world and uh,
1: imposter syndrome
0: she was feeling imposter syndrome exactly so it really took her a while to feel like she deserved the praises that she was receiving and she did a great she did great, great work but I really sympathize. Like, I really connected with that feeling. Mm. of, I don't really feel like I deserve to be here. Like, at some point, someone is going to come and say, like, oh, this person is an imposter. Here's the proof. Kick him out. Can you expand
1: on that? In what situations do you feel that way?
0: Uh, when I came to Japan, my first few years, I felt like that. Like
1: That was my... Mind you, that was the first time you've ever left your home country. Yeah, The to first live. time you lived
0: sorry, alone. You. Yes.
1: You didn't have anyone here. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah, so I always, I mean, for a, for quite a while I felt that someone was going to prove that the uh, recruiting process, recruitment process,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there was a mistake and that they actually shouldn't have accepted me and do all that. And I feel like at some point they're going to ask me to return all the money and and just like go back to my country. Wow. Um, And in some ways that fear never really leaves you. Like Mm -hmm. you kind of learn how to live with it. And then when it surfaces, you're just like, nope, you just ignore it. Mm. But that's a big problem with self-worth that I've always been struggling with. And I think a lot of people most people have problems with self-worth at different degrees.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, have you identified no. where that comes from?
0: No. Not really.
1: How do you think people with similar feelings cuz I haven't I haven't experienced any of that those feelings.
0: You to haven't that experienced degree. any feelings?
1: Any feelings at no all? No feelings at all. No. I don't feel. Oh, God.
0: Are you the Terminator? Maybe. I am I the am terminator. terminator. I came here to exterminate <laughs> your feelings. <laughs> ah.
1: There we go. Yeah. A display of how hard you've been working on your voice acting.
0: I'm very <laughs> grateful to be on the podcast. <laughs> I'm here to promote my new movie, Soul <laughs> Identity 4.
1: Oh all right sorry what, what was your question that's okay um so i'm just thinking like when people have that strong of a feeling of like i don't belong here they're gonna find out that i'm a fake yeah um what have you i think you have to dig really deep into your history in order to truly understand where that stems from Because not everyone feels that way, at least not to that degree, I would say. And I think it can be really painful if you're not, if you're carrying that weight around with you, especially as you said, if it doesn't just dissipate, it's just something that you carry around with you constantly, but you learn to just sweep under the rug in a way. Don't you think that you have to somehow? Build up more self worth, and understand where that came
0: from. Well, I mean, it's it's difficult to just build self worth. Like that's very ab- abstract. Like, how do you build self worth? Um, I guess the the most you can do is do things that make you feel worth, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's not so much about telling yourself that you're worth, but
1: no. proving it to yourself,
0: right? No. Um, but, like, I, I understand how some people might feel like they don't understand why why you feel this way. But you have to understand that it it is not a issue of what is being in question. Like, are you a good engineer or not? Right. is more related to your identity the problem of self-worth kind of leaks into every single aspect of your life Mm. so if you have problems with self-worth anything that anyone praises you you will feel like it's not genuine
1: self-worth to me like i kind of think of it as the umbrella term or the all-encompassing term of the other words that we use that begin with self, such as self respect, self um, love, Mm -hmm. self compassion. Um, There's so many other terms, right, that Mm -hmm. we use that begin with that word. And they all have to do with accepting yourself from what I perceive it as.
0: Right. In a way, when you reach a level of self-acceptance that level of like oh my god illumination I, i've i've reached the ultimate chakra kind <laughs> of if you if you like i don't want i don't want to uh, make light of it like if you if you go to a therapist if you are uh, aware that the best course of action is of course to work on your uh, on your mental health and your, uh, your feeling of uh self-worth yes it should always just be like it is just you and your voice you're the one who's judging the only person who's telling you that you're not worthy is yourself right however right i think that it's important to also understand that um it is difficult to get there and a lot of times the best course of action, at least to be able to be functional, is to build some evidence. Mm-hmm. So as I was telling you mm-hmm. uh, earlier today, I feel more comfortable accepting praise for something that is tangible mm-hmm. that some, uh, instead of something that is not. For example, if you say like I, I work out and I do like 100 push-ups mm-hmm. and you say like, wow, you did 100 push-ups, that's amazing. That's like oh yeah yeah that's that was great like I really worked worked hard on that but if you say like wow you're so strong you're amazing like you you you're an amazing person based on just that but you don't acknowledge what I did specifically mm. then I feel much much more uncomfortable with that I know that's kind of like an kind of too abstract of an example
1: no, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So like someone can tell you, you are a great writer or right. you're a great artist. And maybe you don't know how much they've read or how much they've seen of your work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe for you, that seems a little bit superficial mm-hmm. because it's not it's the type of feedback that you're receiving. It's the quality of yes. feedback that you're receiving mm-hmm. that may lead you to believe that oh this isn't i don't want to say genuine but maybe it's not the type of feedback that you are looking for right maybe the type that you are that you hope to benefit from mm-hmm. compared to something like oh you are a really great writer because you convey your feelings really well through your stories yeah that gives you a better picture of why they think you're a good writer something specific
0: right that you can actually point to right and i would say that a better way to go around it is every time you do a praise mm-hmm. try to focus on the fact that the person has worked hard and uh,
1: acknowledging that yeah
0: yeah instead of saying like you're great
1: Or this is a... You're
0: smart. You're mm -hmm. so smart, you should Mm -hmm. say. You've worked so hard.
1: Mm -hmm. You've really put a lot of effort into this.
0: Yeah, so you can relate that more to the actual work that you've done.
1: That reminds me... um, When you are raising children, not that I have raised children, but when we do, I want to be very mindful of the type of feedback that and praise we give our children. Because so often you hear, good girl, good boy. What does that mean exactly? And how is that teaching a child what you deem positive what what behavior you want to see out of them right that's what it is i think being a little more intentional with our words a little pickier with the words that we use such as you are being really thoughtful for letting your sister go first i think that gives them a better idea gives anyone not just children Mm -hmm. a better idea of what direction they're going in Mm -hmm. and why that's A positive thing or a negative thing? Yeah,
0: because anything that you say to your kids, uh, especially related to their behavior, it's going to be linked to their identity. Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't, I wouldn't say that saying you're a good boy or you're a girl is bad. I would just say that it comes short, Mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of a disservice to their their upbringing their growth Mm -hmm. and as you said like it's it's much better to specify something that the child has done Mm -hmm. that they can actually link to Mm -hmm. their personality to their identity and move forward
1: with yeah
0: yeah, so it's like if, if they did very good at school don't just say like oh you're so smart right you 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 should better say You've worked so hard on your studies. You've, You're you've a hard completed,
1: yeah, you've done so much homework yeah. by yourself. Because
0: right. later on in their life, they are going to be challenged. Their their views of like, I am so smart, is gonna be challenged by other people. Yeah. And if if they can't prove that they are smart at some point. Because they're gonna fail. Everybody fails at some point. Maybe they make a mistake here or there. That identity is going to crumble, and then they're gonna—they don't know—they don't know who they are. And this is
1: proving to themselves, right? Because I think a lot of our self worth gets lost in seeking external validation. Because a lot of us feel that if we are validated from outside of ourselves, Mm -hmm. that counts as self worth. But I think that's where we need to draw the line and work harder on validating ourselves. That's right. Right? Yeah. But I think when you when you are raising kids, of course, when they're young, they need to receive that from the authority, from people who love and care about yeah. them. Because that where, that's where it starts from your family. If you receive the love and support from your family, then you will slowly learn to adapt to that and to Mm -hmm. give it, to learn, to give it to yourself.
0: Right. Right. And it's a very tight rope to walk on. I don't feel like confident enough to say that is the right way to raise your kids. Like Mm -mm. I don't know. I think that's how I want to do it and I feel that's how it's better. Um, But personally being someone who still struggles with self-worth and I feel like my parents did the best they could uh, I don't know it's it's just different ways there's not like the right way it's, it's very intangible too you don't know
1: let's talk about how we each struggle with self-worth like right. how I mean I'm sure not in every situation you struggle but what are the main situations in which you struggle.
0: Well, the thing about self-worth for me is that when you have issues with self-worth, you don't feel like your voice deserves to be heard. And you don't feel like your, your work deserves to be praised. So especially when people acknowledge what you do or what you say, and you have deep problems of self-worth, you feel like it's not genuine or it comes from a place of interest, like that person wants something from me. So mm. the moments where I struggle the most with self-worth is usually um, when someone says like, wow, you've written something amazing. It's very intangible. Is, is is objective, and me knowing exactly what I write and my 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 the things that I lack on mm. and the problems that I have, I can't take it, I can't take it. And if you say, for example, man, you built a podcast, a blog, that's amazing. I'm like, okay, yeah, that I feel more. Uh, comfortable Mm -hmm. accepting I feel
1: I see I think I've heard this like I've heard other people throughout my life um kind of dodging the compliment of you're such a good person I think I felt uncomfortable receiving that kind of praise at some points in my life where a person just tells you you're such a good person yeah and maybe we question that because it depends on where we are in our life, of course. Mm-hmm. Maybe we had just we had just experienced a a bad interaction with someone where we f- feel like we didn't show up as the best version of ourselves. Right. And I can't really remember a specific incidence where I felt that way, but I did feel that way at some point in my life, where I wasn't a- able to accept that and believe it was true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe I felt like, oh, I'm still working on myself. I'm not the good person that I feel I should be now. Like I'm still working towards that Mm -hmm. ideal Mm -hmm. and still doubting in myself that I haven't earned that. So I think maybe we see it in different ways. Like the person giving us the compliment is thinking of like, oh, you're a good person because you always help me out with my kids or something. You always put others before yourself. But maybe they don't say that. Maybe they just stop at you're a good person. And we internalize that and other things get in the way, like our insecurities, because maybe we messed up and we forgot to visit grandma at the nursing home or something like that.
0: Grandma! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: grandma. Yeah, don't forget grandma.
0: Yeah, just don't tell her.
1: <laughs> just don't tell her. <laughs> so where was I going with this? I think I think the more specific you can get with the types of compliments you give to someone yeah. can benefit them and give them a better idea of why you perceive them a certain way Yeah, and also clear up any, you know, wondering in their mind, like questioning why they're receiving that compliment. Not that everyone has to give the perfect compliment every time. Like I, I it's, I know there are people who are well-intended that tell you like, you're such a great person. You mean a lot to me. Maybe Mm -hmm. they're not, they're just thinking like overall, you know, but if as flawed as Mm -hmm. we are and, Insecure as we are, we might not take that like we would want, you know, yeah. like we want to.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, as you said, it's better to give the person who's receiving the praise something that is more specific, so it's more of an anchor to what they have done. So, You're a good person because of this and this. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of work.
1: It is. It is. That's the Uh, thing, right?
0: But yeah, I agree with you. Definitely. At
1: least like, I think it's important that if you're a mentor, if you're a CEO, if you're a coach, if you're working with a lot of people, I think that more people need to get in the habit or at least be coached on giving genuine, more constructive feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a big, there's a big lack of constructive feedback.
0: Yeah. Uh, Get your stuff together, CEOs.
1: Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs>
0: that's the kind of CEO I want to be.
1: Yeah, yeah, you would be in. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a fart. <laughs> oh, farty McFarderson over here. Mm. I think you'd be a,
0: an yeah. adequate CEO. No, I'm an adequate man.
1: (laughs) I think you would work really hard as a CEO to become someone that people could rely on for honest and honest and constructive feedback. Oh, thank you. I tried to word that in the best way that I could, that could, you know, tell you why. You see, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: We are trying to demonstrate with examples. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Everything is scripted and planned. It's not.
1: <laughs> that's not.
0: I forgot my script. Ah, what am I going to oh, do? Oh,
1: who are you? What do we say?
0: <laughs> uh, <are> Hi.
1: <laughs> my name's Wendy. I, I come here on Thursdays. Oh, shoot. Today's Sunday. Ah, oh, bye. That's,
0: that's why I don't have any script. <laughs> Can you imagine if, like, this. Relationship, our relationship and everything is just Scripting. for the show.
1: Oh my gosh, that's what that's what we don't want to tell our grandma about. <laughs> oh wow, what what are you thinking?
0: You gave away the secret.
1: I know. I mean, we have more secrets <laughs> that we're gonna unveil in the third season coming to you soon. Oh, that's true.
0: <laughs> um. For you guys, we're preparing a lot of very exciting stuff. We have had great interviews with people that we are really excited to show with, uh, to share with you. Um and we're actually very surprised with how how much we've made progress.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: And we've reached people that we never expect to reach and hopefully we can keep growing and bringing more value and more fun to yeah. all of you.
1: And by spending time on something this meaningful to us, which is podcasting, sitting down with our audience who is on the same side of the globe as us and all around the world. Yes. That's, that's how, that's one of the ways that I feel we are building our self-worth.
0: That's right. And that's very, very true. It was a beautiful way to, to wrap the episode with a bow. Oh, thank mm-hmm.
1: you. I appreciate it. I'm working on that. Uh Well, I think we have so much more to say on this topic. And um, of course, if you have anything to add to the conversation, we would always love to hear it. We're always open to receiving a DM from you on our socials. We have a Twitter account at A Journey for Wisdom for being the number. And we have an Instagram account, A Journey for Wisdom. So please don't hesitate to follow us and also subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a new episode that comes out every Sunday.
0: Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are going to be releasing stuff there very soon. And we also have an email if that's your thing. That's your way to communicate. Mm -hmm. Podcast at DontTellMyGrandma.com. You can also if you're if you're listening to this in our in our website you can leave a comment on the on the bottom of the page that's right and uh, you can also go to patreon and maybe support us if you love what we do it's and you wanna really help us really helpful to
1: continue our journey yeah
0: we are really grateful to all our patrons and all the people who believe on what we're doing and so much love from us to your direction you're yes. going to be you're going to be just showered with all the love that we have. That's right. Thank you so much. Yeah, we really appreciate
1: world. you guys. And I know that it is it takes a lot of time out of your days, but if you could please leave us a review on this podcast, that yes. would mean the world to us because that's how other people are exposed to our podcasts. podcast. Yes. We get our voices out there. So yes. um, thank you so much again for Listening to us, sitting down with us, and engaging in this important conversation. And we had so much week. fun. Yay. See you next
0: week. See Bye.